what do you want the first thing to say to be on this episode? Ah! Well, we already recorded and started, so that's basically it. Ah! We back! Welcome. Back to the No Business Podcast. Not the podcast, the podcast. That's if we were fishermen. I gotta take the headphones off. Um, Yeah. Uh, uh, my name is Joshua Crosby. I am co-host and co-creator of the No Business Podcast. My name is Ian Ritter. I'm the other guy. And this That's is the No Business movie. Podcast. That's a great movie. This is an even better podcast. Welcome back. Hey, Ian, it's been a minute. It has, Joshua. It's been a while. It's been most of quarantine. It's been all, all of this, quarantine. All this shit. Uh, uh, March yeah. 20th was our last upload, which March I feel 20th. like... That was like 10 days after quarantine. Oh, well, so for me, I don't think so. Well, well, yeah, because... Because no, I got back from Disney on, like, the 18th. That was in L.A. Oh. And, like, they just shut that down for that weekend. So like, if that's the 18th, that's on a Friday. Um, uh, and I left for Massachusetts the 23rd of, Mass- of, of March to go be away from the world. Uh, and yeah. now I'm back. But, like, so, like, that's my timeline. And then, like, and boom, here. March 11th. I was supposed to start a new job, and then it got kiboshed because Rona was, uh, everyone was like, you should stay home for two weeks. Oh, 100%. Only two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, that that, that was when the two weeks started. And then, you know, here we are. (laughs) Uh, Here we are. How long has it been? What month number are we on? Oh my god, is we're it, finally in, we're nine now, so that was three. So we, it's been a half year. We've been basically more six. Or less. Well, so it's the eleventh. It's on. We're recording the spoiler alert on nine eleven. Never forget. Rest in peace Never to forget. those who passed. However, um, it's the eleventh. So basically, almost to the day. You said the March eleventh, right? Yeah. So that's six months. Six that's months. a half a year we've been dealing with Miss Rona. Yo, I so I I was I I was saying that we're gonna be in quarantine for a while. I did not think it was really gonna last. I thought by September, it would at least open up and we'd be ready to get hit with the second wave of like everyone dying. You know, we're still in this shit. I oh, it's because of you're right the fucking ignorance. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, it's because but of that's the fucking, why we're still in this shit. Yes, it's because of the dumbasses. And it's because our president didn't start wearing a mask until like a month ago. It's it's inanity and the fact that like li- lives have become political clout and gain, people. I don't, I don't know if you realize we're at that point, but we are. Yeah, it's wild. We're, we're in a, a really crazy time. Um, California's on fire. California is burning, guys. There's some crazy photos coming out of like Northern California and Oregon right now that are look Yo, San Fran was orange. Or that's what I'm saying. The Oregon's red. Like that's what. Like it's ridiculous. It looks like it looks like a it's music terrifying. video. Terrifying. It and it doesn't look real. How, do, but it how is. does that happen? How, what? Nature. Man. You know how it happens. You you know the cause of it, right? It was the 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 gender reveal yeah. party. Yeah, but didn't another one of those happen? Or yeah, uh, but it didn't start a fire well, not, that's not displacing like the, the, yeah. well, thousands yeah. of people. Yeah. But another one like started a fire or something. Oh, so many of them have. That's yeah. why you gotta stop. The person that oh, created so th- them. Oh, so so it 
this it's known that these cause fires. I, like it's, I, I guess so. I, I I thought it was just known that they were stupid, tacky, and cheesy. Well, yeah, everyone knew I that. I don't know why people didn't stop it then. Oh my! So there was a there was a girl from my high school who who did one, uh, and it turned out that they were gonna have a girl, and uh, the guy's face when <laughs> he found out. No, no. It was gonna be a girl. Priceless. He was so pissed. She wanted to like hug and kiss, and he like walked away, like pouting. That's not very Kobe like. Well, well, no. Obviously. He's not a girl dad. I hate that. Well, no, he's not. He obviously wanted a fucking boy. And, uh, Dude, uh, I want. But it's just like you look like, and then she, but she posted it on social media, like knowing how that looked, and I just don't understand that, that part. You know, like you know that like, like it just, exactly. It well, may- she maybe maybe she knew knew of being like this could go viral. It didn't though. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sad. Like. Yeah, it's just sad. It's like wow. Like yeah, you guys probably shouldn't be together. Well, that's my opinion, but I I don't know shit about that. Um, you wanna you so. wanna name drop? You wanna ruin a family? I'm not gonna name drop. Like she definitely will never listen to this, but I'm not even gonna start that. Um, I appreciate that you think we're gonna we're we are gonna pop off enough, but I appreciate that you yeah. can go back to her like that. No, I I definitely I, I just don't think this would. Your cup of tea. I think you are underestimating our demographic. I I our think I don't think you're understanding the kind of people I I went to high school with. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Um. Uh, anyway, we're in American Digest time. Uh, clearly, people are burning down the world for these ridiculous uh baby uh gender reveals that Stop people don't even really want these babies, and then also gender is not even. We're not do, talking about that. Do but. like the the cake one, like where like you cut into the cake and like the icing is like blue or pink or green, uh, you know. Or like do this thing where like the um or like you just get the results in the mail and then you film it and it's like a nice moment. I don't but that's know. like that's or like the a, doctor's name. Na- that's like on a, it or some shit. A, a college acceptance letter. <laughs> no, it's your kid, my right? <laughs> but that's what it's like. like oh, oh, yeah, what it's gonna be. It's, I, when I was in high school, I used to cry at the college acceptance letters before I realized. <laughs> what a scam. Uh-huh. Um, but again, very contentious time. We're realizing a lot of things. Yes. I don't think I would have even said college is a scam uh, before all this. I really don't yeah. think I would have. Well, no, um, I definitely would have. But this, you, this you solidifies I don't think it. I would have. Yeah. But college is a scam. Yeah. But we're in such a contentious time that I think uh, when people are like, – like the so what I like to call it is the veil – like the veil of bullshit, like the veil of like I'm the I'm Oz. Like there's a little dude behind that. You know what I mean? Like it's never been thinner. Like I think that's part of the reason why. Like it well, it feels like the world is on fire, and the world is on fire. We just talked about that. Um, that would have been a better segue. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Anywho. Um. Uh. The, like, but I feel like the people are using it though, properly and so wonderfully. I've never been prouder of my our generation, dude. Like we're in the streets. The TikTok shit. Genius, like I, like that was peak. It's just so good, like the the the, like, the, um, the scamming of Trump, like, the uh, the use of it like, to also like like uh, um, document and validate police brutality is just brilliant. Like, oh well, yeah, no, like we're on our shit now. If you're a cop, you better start getting with it, otherwise you're gonna get recorded. Like, please, and like all, like just I don't I don't know. 
I don't understand why like why people even have to argue about body cams. They should always be on. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, we shouldn't. You shouldn't need that. You should. You should be able to trust the people that become police officers to, you know, no matter what their like views are personally, like for their job, protect and serve everyone, you know, equally. And that's the bottom line. And if they're not doing that, get the fuck out of here. This is the No Business Podcast. We have no business talking about things. And Ian's laughing as he's like, oh my god, we got serious a bit. I'm about to take it to an 11, and he doesn't realize that. I am personally of the belief that the police are unnecessary. And I would go as far to say as I personally believe that they should be defunded in every society in America. But... That's not everyone's belief, and there's a more pro, like a constructive and more unilateral way to do that. I understand and I support that. Mainly, um, like let's n- um, get rid of those like universal like jurisdiction shit that like they can kill someone and they don't get tried like a normal person. Yeah, because that is malarkey. Yeah, like because then like the fear of God is in them, and like that. Oh, I think people will do their job. My feeling is. Abolish the police. Get them the fuck out of here. Yo, let's get it. Radicalization. I I get it. Like, a lot of people think that's a lot to ask for whatever reason. Uh, Abolish the police. They're, like, people are talking about, like, having programs set up that are specifically made to handle the certain situations in a way that de-escalates them as opposed to sending a guy that has a fucking gun to fucking deal with someone who has a mental illness, you know? Like, that... That is just a bad formula. That like that does not go together well. Having people that are qualified and know how to deal with that, that will take care and that will protect and serve. So I think the police need to be abolished. You know, the whole thing needs to be wiped out. But like, not even just the police. Like, I mean, we got judges that are out here just fucked. You know, like it goes way up. So we again, no business podcast. No, we could talk about the whole system, but I want to stay on police for a second. Gotcha. Because. It again, like I think a lot of people when we're talking like this, like I me, mean, hey, they're gonna write us off being like these are just two high ass college kids who don't know what they're talking dumb. about. Okay, but let me bring some of more our ideals into this. If you defund the police, they're without a doubt the most expensive organization and like like thing that it's system that the money the government provides to each individual city in every city. So if that money is free and able to be used up and provided to other parts of the community and education and reform and uh, like I, I even understand if you yourself are a cop and a police officer. Let's I'm gonna try to be as nice as possible. If you are a police officer and you've trained and you have been as like as crystal good as cookie cutter and wonderful and of good Samaritan as possible, that you feel like what is this happening? Like I have like I don't see it. And you might not, but it doesn't mean it's not happening, clearly. And so, say if your job wouldn't exist anymore in, like, this, like, crazy liberal snowflake world where they get rid of police, you would do something else and be paid just as well. And you'd maybe find another part of yourself and open up to just relate to other humans more than you do now. Fuck the police. <laughs> That's that's all I'm gonna say, you know, like uh I have family who's been in law enforcement. I understand the risk the police take, but 
bad apple after bad apple, we got to start looking at the tree. Amen, brother. You know? And so, like, I get it. Not all police are bad. Fuck the police. This, like, I agree, and, and know, I think, like, uh, like again, like I think so many people like not all policemen are bad. It's too many. Yeah, and, like, the police like, are founded in racist ideals. Yeah, they were uh, yeah. slave patrols initially. You cannot like, say that's yeah. not true. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I think like the idea to have like these specific, like different, uh, I don't know, like different professions, pe- like different people that can deal. Dude, like social work respond- is so lit. Yes, like social work is so lit. Like being a counselor and like yeah, okay, maybe to like a have very macho send man. Send them to the, these fucking yes. calls. But like it can be you and like you like yes and like even like even these social workers, these counselors that are coming to that are so absolutely qualified to handle like to say a special needs person that's like having in like a a meltdown while their mother is away at work and they call the police. This just happened. Um and uh, uh instead of like and then like, the police come to go calm down a 13 year old and instead they shoot him five times because they aren't qualified and he died like i'm saying like even those police officers maybe they could be the people but they would go through more and different specialized training and maybe they could even still be trained in hand-to-hand combat i don't know like if you want to be cool like shut like i don't know what you need like there's no you're you're trying to play superhero or you're a racist mobster. You like it's one of the two, and neither are safe. So have you seen? There's this video from Pittsburgh of this kid at a farmer's market. He's like this 22 year old, 22 year old guy. Um, the video starts off with like this cop pointing a taser at the kid, and the cop's like, "Put your hands behind your back." So the kid takes off his backpack and puts his hands behind his back. And basically, what happened is the kid at this farmer market approached the cop who had a blue lives matter face mask yeah. um and he's the kid said to the cop um your mask is actually disrespecting the flag because you're not supposed to change the colors of the flag you know if anyway. you're a real patriot you probably shouldn't do that uh and so and the guy like the police officer was like walk away and continued to tell the kid to walk away and he like Stood there and continued to engage in the, in the dude in open conversation as we have the right to do. Uh, freedom of speech. We can talk to them. Um, and apparently he was, like, obstructing the entryway or exit to this farmer's market. And the kid gets put in handcuffs and the whole time is asking, like, the cop, like, what did I, like, what is my, what did I do? And the cop's like, well, you were disrespectful and, like, the bystanders are like, well, that's not a fucking crime. Like, you like you can't do like you can't do that. And then, and then the cop searches his bag, so now this kid has a fucking drug charge, because he had drugs in his bag and drug paraphernalia, and we, even though it was an unlawful search, 100%. you know. So it's like these cops, like it's like like people in general, when they get an ounce of power, they let it go to their heads. Cops do it to a different degree because you, any civilian going up against a, a, a cop, the cop has the upper hand. He's in the right. You know, he's the respected guy. So the cop's always in the right. And so they let, like, the arguments are always so uneven. And it's just, it, it just makes it go to an a awful place. It's terrible. Um, and that, like, like uh, and, so my thing that I would challenge to 
to like that officer like why would you not want to like engage in that moment or not in like like peacefully like why don't you want to talk that out like like spout your beliefs like like talk about it have a conversation like don't let it escalate to that point and if it's escalated to that point it's just you're racist well well well, the uh, the kid wasn't a person of color but like the thing is like the cop did nothing to de-escalate it like exactly what you said he like pulling your taser out only escalates that and that's not like the kid was fucking coming at the cop with anything no you know like just real shit that's what the kid was coming. it's like the kid would like literally like like sure Maybe the kid didn't need to go so hard, but we have the right to go so hard. Like, if if fucking protesters can yell in the faces of police officers about not wanting to wear a mask, there's no reason this kid should have, like, anything should have happened to this kid. Um, exactly. And there's also why, there's no reason why, like, officers should be the ones not wearing masks, also, is what I'm seeing a lot of. Um... I'm just okay. I'm happy where a lot of our generation is, where our headset is. But that being said, I'm 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 upset. Our headset and mindset has to be here because we are dealing with shit that should have been addressed before we were born. Anywho, um, I want to know where do you stand in life, Ian? Like where, like what? So like, I think a lot of it you just said of being like fuck, like fuck the police, like like uh, get rid of them, like they're not necessary, uh, like. But what are you about? What do you mean? I, I, I just asked you. What are you about? I'm still. This confused. is uh, so. I uh, so I don't know what. Okay, so I, I'm asking this question to like a get some real shit. But like in whatever way you can answer this question while segueing into that second thing. Oh, I'm all about the conversation. Okay, that's all I'm about. Um. I understand that there's a lot of people that uh, want to shut out, like, Trump supporters and conservatives because, like, their views of hate, like, that should not be accepted. But I, I don't think shutting people out helps, I think, uh, trying to educate. And I do think th- there's a lot of middle ground that, like, conservatives and liberals can agree on. There's a, for different reasons, but there's a lot of middle ground. But, uh, you know, not to go all, all loopy, but, and, but the media doesn't want that because that doesn't help their views, uh, you know. And so I think having conversations with people uh, is what we need to do. And, you know, the bottom line is in, in America, you know, if we're going to if we're all about rights and respecting the rights of people, we got to respect people's rights to have a different opinion. Bottom line, no matter how fucking wrong that is, they're allowed to think that. You know, you can't stop them from doing it. Um, it's wrong. Don't get, don't like, believe me, it's wrong. And, and the conversation can go however you want. Like, it can go for as long as it needs to, in my opinion. Like, um, like, so... I my my brother is on the conservative side of everything. Uh, number one reason because he likes guns. Uh, we did not grow up together. Uh, he grew up in the woods in Pennsylvania, where he says like, you know, having guns was a normal thing. Uh, I grew up not around guns at all. You know, like, Hard. you know, I like not at all. So 
To me, I don't see the need to have one. He thinks every person should have one. So we disagree on a lot. But when I tell you, like, you can you can stump these people. Like, Trump supporters, what what they stand on is not as strong as they seem. I got him to say that getting a gun is way too easy. Like, I like I, I was like, it's e- like I have a license. And that was harder than it is to get a gun. And then that made him kind of realize, like, okay. But, you know, like, he's still a hard ass. And a lot of what it is, I think, is these people don't want to be wrong. Like, Trump supporters don't want to admit that they were wrong about how fucked up this guy is. Because at this point, if you don't see the wrong in him, you're you're just fucked up. Like, that's that's the bottom thousand line. Percent. And I know a lot of people that don't see the wrong in him. And they're just fucked up. Bottom line. You know? Like... He's racist, so obviously racism isn't a problem for you. He's done fucked up. Like, like, you just, like, to support the guy means you support everything about him. And to know that neo-Nazis and the KKK support him and to know and to just be fine with, you know, associating yourself with those people should just say, like, that says it all right there, I think. It's, I... I... But and yet con- I still think he's going to get elected, but we'll get oh, yeah. vote. Go vote. Go, go vote, please. vote, please. Please vote. But again, the conversation's important. We need to, like, people are always going to have different opinions. We need to find where we can all agree and, uh, you know, not everyone's going to be happy all the time. But hate is should not be allowed, bottom line. Hate is not all right, and there's nothing that should protect that. We... I feel like we're in a space right now. I mean, especially there's a pandemic, so people are dying. But there is not an opportunity or space for love at all. You know what I mean? Like, there's still people being prosecuted and persecuted against. You know what I mean? Just because of how they look, how they how they choose to practice their love. Like, it's absurd. Why is, like, and hate is weaponized. And because it will, hate can earn you money, people. It can. That's Trump's whole campaign. That's all that fear and hate. Pretty, like, I just, and I don't understand, like, I understand maybe being duped by, like, the person in 2016 that, like, was just real and was going to drain the swamp and blah, blah, blah. Like, again, sure, now, if maybe. now, yeah. if you support it. Like, yeah. Please, There's like, no I just, excuse anymore. Like, I, I get if you're, I'm not going to try to just dissuade you from being a conservative. I'm trying to dissuade you from supporting an evil human who is racist and doesn't care about you. Um, but conversations are so important. Yeah. Like, and so even though it seemed like there's a lot of emotion behind like what, I, what we're both saying, and there should be because you probably are listening to this, probably agree with us on a lot of things, but maybe you don't. Um, and there's probably a lot of emotions you might be feeling, and like, but we still need to be able to have this conversation. And like, even though this is a podcast, it's one side of the conversation. We gotta both go home and Bingo. go talk to our family, and you gotta talk to your family, and we have to keep on having these conversations just within our own circles. But if we all do that, we're all gonna be better. Yeah, step up, whiteies. <laughs> um, we good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, I. I've had a bit of an awakening, I feel like, in this past. Yeah. Um, we're talking about the positive parts of quarantine, y'all. A little before, around Valentine's Day, I kind of came to the like belief that, like, 
if you want to call it God, you can, but like we're all connected. I believe in something like higher above us and that like, brings us all can like together. Um, and like, I truly believe in it and it's super, I really feel like it's put me in a better place than I was before I believed that. Um, and ever since then, I don't know, I've just felt really grounded. I've, I've been meditating more. I feel like there's a light back in me that I feel like I lost. Like I was this, I was this chipper youthful lad back in, back in high school. Um, and then for lots of reasons, my dad passing, um, uh, like me figuring out college, navigating a very uncertain major, um, uh, and just like figuring life out as that one freaking does. I, um, I don't know, lost that light. And then I just kind of, it was up and down. Life's a roller coaster, man. And I love riding it, but it just felt really down for a while. So I am just fortunate to like have that life back that light back and i wanted to share that and that, ex- that experience um uh and it absolutely did come with drugs to an extent i am gonna say that but it came uh but it came with a period of sobriety prior to that um and i've just i don't know i'm i i feel really in control at this moment and uh um i encourage everyone to get out of their comfort zone and to do something every day challenge yourself every day compete every day that's really all i want to say about that and like my personal life updates since i've been away real real, 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 real shit um anything else on life ian before we get into like um our crazy sports takes uh yeah relationships are as don't move in with your significant other and for a while you heard it here first folks feel it out anywho there is the fuck out bro (laughs) please (laughs) in orlando there's some kind of there's some fun stuff happening there's been some fun stuff happening the bubble Buble. i love michael buble he's really oh michael buble yo so i buy my mom like a lot of michael CDs. As Get out. You trying that to was probably some? like really fast. Michael Bublé CDs for like gifts. Ian, uh, you, I, I talk so fast. If you thought that was fast, <laughs> that's really interesting. But okay, I appreciate the slowdown. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, yes. Uh, the NBA, uh, continued their season, uh, with the bubble, inviting twenty-two. Twenty-two teams. Uh, to the bubble to compete for playoff spots. Out of 30. So if you were truly that eight, you were like, you were, you were. There was out. no chance. And if you're tight about not being a chance, sorry. Uh, 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 but I, I, it would, so, and we're bringing this to you again on, so on the September the 11th and most of the bubble has concluded up until yeah, this point. We're in the playoffs now. We're, th- we're, we're in the middle of the playoffs as we can get. And before we get to like what is literally happening, I want to kind of talk about what has happened. Yes. Um, I think something that I really w- like the two there's like a three pronged horn we have to talk about of what happened. Um, the quickie one is like I am so and I love the Phoenix Suns a lot. Um, the Phoenix Suns are so fun. Devin Booker is great. I really wish that they made the playoffs, um, but they didn't because they lost out to this one team fronted by. 
um, this man who's just always on his own time. Um, and that's Dame Lillard because it's always Dame time to an extent. Um, and that was great. Like the story of Portland was great, and he like Dame really like re like I feel like it kind of cemented his own legend to an extent. Like reiterated that like how great he is. Um, even though he ran into the unstoppable force that is the greatest basketball player of all time. But we're going to talk about that in a second. Because the third horn of that three horns, so the first one was uh, Devin, D-Book, and the Suns. 8-0 in the bubble. We're so close. Did everything they could. But then uh, Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers were just a little better. And I loved him. But the third horn, and the real prominent horn we got to talk about that Ian is going to absolutely jump out of his seat is uh, a man named Luka Doncic. Not a man. This is a boy. This man, <laughs> this kid is literally the same age as us. Literally. Ian, you might be a young buck, but I, myself, in 22, going to be 23 come April. And so this man is a little over 21 years of age. We are older than him. Like, that's what I'm trying to help your point. Like, he's, you're right. He is a boy. This is a boy going against grown-ass men. And my man is dropping triple doubles like it's nothing. In the playoffs and high-pressure situations against the world's best. Like, the fact, like, that... I don't know. I really thought the Mavs, like, as much as I think Luka and KP are a promising duo, I did not think the Mavs really had a chance against the goddamn Clippers. But the Clippers are slipping, and the Mavs almost were able to capitalize. And that shows some crazy promise, because I feel like now our free agencies are going to be getting a lot better than they were. Also, Seth Curry? Whew. Might be the better uh, Curry brother. Uh, but but you know, so you, statistically right now he is. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Uh, but no. he is, he is like 0.2% more accurate than Steph. Yeah, from three. But Steph has taken twice as many threes because he is, you know what I mean? Like he's just been in here longer. Also, like that's the thing we can talk about. I think Steph is about to do what Aaron and or Brady are about to do to the NFL this season. But like Steph will do it to the NBA next season. Like you see him with the cornrows in the draft. I was I was I was about it, and I think he shaved it off because I just saw a thing with like him just with like a normal like fuzzy head, um, doing shit with Drake up in Toronto in his personal gym, which looked like it could have also been a B side to laugh now cry later. Um, oh god, I love Drake. Anywho, um, uh, but Luca Doncic is doing this. Luca Legend is what we're calling him because he's the second coming of Larry Bird. God bless Larry Bird. Fuck Larry Bird. Luca is in a different league. I I think Luca would be lucky to win three As an rings. All around player, Luca's in a different league. Shooter, Larry has the upper hand. Oh, honestly, you might be right. I I'm and I think and I'll give you the edge of being like Luca's better earlier. You know what I mean? Of like I think Luca's way, way, way better earlier. But I'm saying like and like the issue is like the fact that I have to compare Prime Bird to basically Luca now is ridiculous. Like that should second speak to Luka. year Luca. To be fair though, uh, like playing in the in the Euro League for and that he long. was the best player in the Euro League the year before he like he was yeah. the MVP in that league before. He so came like there. he 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 didn't come in a rookie per se, but in his second year in the NBA to just 
like be as prominent as he is and the, the stats he has are crazy like if he can stay healthy that's a big one that's a top 5 player all time you you ch- i thought maybe you th- i thought you were going to say top 3 and i wanted to like start fighting about it but no that's i feel like that's almost safe because I mean, that's how good he is i think he might be the greatest player of all time but i think top 5 unarguably i just think like I just think that man on the Lakers just ha- what, like ha- officially has the most playoff wins all time, and that wasn't even a story. Yeah, no, he's you know great. What I mean? But Luca is just starting. Luca is just starting. Right. And so like, also, that's like, um, you know what? Fuck it. Like, so loop into life again. That's what I love about doing drugs in your twenties, people. <laughs> um, because like the world is still your oyster, so you have all these fantasies of like these things I can do, and it helps you realize things that actually can help you ascertain these things in life to an extent. Yeah, but like, I'm gonna like, be in the NFL. But like, imagine <laughs> doing these drugs when you're 48. You know what I mean? And you're just like, I'm I definitely past my athletic prime, uh, no matter what you look at it. Um, and I just like, you know what I mean? Like, or just some other shit. Um, but there was a better segue than just talking about drugs. I had this point. Um, also, Ron shouldn't be doing what he's doing at this age. But then B, we've been spoiled. Like we have been spoiled uh, by his greatness and like because we also like his greatness is just paramount to us. Whereas Luca, we're shocked by it. And the world is his oyster, just like much like a kid doing shrooms when he's young and he doesn't know what to do yet. Um, and it's wonderful. And he's doing so well. He's doing the best you could do other than beating the Clippers, which I wish he did. But it's fine because right. he had a bum ankle and he didn't have KP. It's bullshit. Like, but what? Do you think Marcus Morris did it? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. There was like another thing I feel like he got. Mm, no, he did like another thing on like the game, like two games afterwards, where I feel like he got like a technical for like an intentional foul, where it was like I don't know if like the ankle shit was intentional, but that other one was def. Like he just, just oh like, the sick fucking wop. He's done yeah. with like he was done with this kid, and I'm like, and oh, then he yeah. and then he posted the shit that said Clippers and six, and they still won in six, and I was miffed, and I'm like, I need goat james to yeah. molly whop these boys oh yeah no that's gonna be um, a fun series that like that's what i'm saying like that's gonna be basically tonight's series on crack i shouldn't even use that term analogy but like whatever um on um and it was just great and i'm so excited for basketball and basketball is fantastic um but we just talked about luke legend and might, might as well talk about why i'm terrified tonight because when as of filming this i will already know the result mid-editing this podcast either crying my eyes out through tears of misery or tears of joy, which I believe so, and I will be wonderfully happy that the Celtics beat the Raptors in seven games. Um, But on TNT, 9 p.m. Eastern, it all goes down. Game seven between the Toronto Raptors and the Boston Celtics. I'm calling the Raptors. Just because fuck the Celtics. Okay, so <laughs> what Ian doesn't know is that I'm going to let h- lend him my uh, Fred Van Vliet jersey that he can wear if he come, um, later on when we watch the game. Beautiful. And then uh, if they win, I'm going to beat the shit out of Ian. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's going to be really great for me. Um, like I have tequila, and we're going to get like uh, boot. Like It's going to be great and dangerous for us. I'm very excited. It's going like, to be an awesome It's going to be a great night for the Celtics. But I am willing that and manifesting it into the air because all three of our best players are going to do phenomenally tonight, and then it's gonna be—it's just gonna be too much for Toronto. 
Anywho, I'm not even terrified. The topic says, why is Joshua terrified? I'm not terrified, guys. Because I'm now uh, aggressively optimistic, even though before the mics went on, I was not. Yeah, you should be terrified. The fact that it's gone to a seven is already ridiculous. It's We should have won in yeah. four. We should have won in four, guys. <laughs> it literally should have swept them. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I... On the day of filming this, we have witnessed, I have witnessed, I don't know if you did, um, our first game of NFL football in the corona season. Yes, sir. I was shocked to see anyone at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. I didn't fucking know that they were letting fans in attendance. They let 17,000 people in there. That's wild to me. That's insane. Apparently, it's Arrowhead in one other place. I should have done this research. It's I two places out of the thirty-two teams are letting people in at like quarter capacity. Not even. That's so. Arrowhead dumb. was one of them, and they all looked like dicks. So they booed the team. Like like there was no flag or anything. They were all just getting and holding arms together at the 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 middle yard line, and they booed both teams linked arms. Like they booed unity. Not even yeah. like. Like, yes, they were standing for racial inequality and, like, injustice, but, like, they were objectively standing in that moment for unity and the unified. They had a problem with kneeling, and now they're having a problem with just standing. Like, what they, the fuck? And it's, I don't know. It's just mad racist. Like, I, I can't super talk, but I would like to think that Boston wouldn't boo that. You know what I mean? Like, Boston isn't great, but Boston would at least be like, yeah, that's great! And then I, they would go verbally assault their person of color neighbor next door yeah. when they get home from the game. I I would I would hope they wouldn't now that they have a black quarterback, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Like we're always like we're so and like well, so does freaking to an extent. So does Kansas well, City. Yeah, well, yeah, no, and like fucking Tyree Hill. It's like they should. I don't want to talk about Tyree there's Hill. there's no fucking yeah no ridiculous ridiculous Fuck Kansas City. But like they're gonna so objectively they're so good at football. Anywho, um. Football is back and it's weird and I'm yeah, excited for Sunday. Fantasy draft last night. Oh, talk about it, Ian. Let's talk about it. So, I I I think I snapped. I don't know. I think I had a his great running time. back core is all actually right, kind all of right, ridiculous. Hold on, let me pull this up. Let me pull this for up. those of you who are um unacquainted with a sports, yeah, this is gonna be a little while. However, running back is the person like who like when you're the quarterback, you hand it off to like the guy who can run well, i.e., running back, and um. There's a, you can only have like several of them in fantasy and wide receivers, tight ends, and quarterback. The defense is just one whole position, and so is a kicker. That's really it. And you can just have a bunch of extras, and that's all you need. And you have a bunch of superstars. Well, if you if you're my team, you do. And so Ian's gonna say a bunch of names, to, and maybe these names make sense to you. And if they do, if they make you're sense being to you, used. and if not, I'm gonna challenge Ian to every name he lists a quick like several phrase like a phrase just to be like. If you have no idea, this is what he's like. Got you. Like All right. Chester Pollard. Is, like, he's no idea who any of these Chester is. Chester Pollard, if you're listening, I love you. Uh, that's all I have to say. Uh, you're not going to like this, but listen up. All right. If, if you know what I'm talking about, you're going to know I'm about to fucking go crazy this season. So, I started off our fantasy draft. I said I got to pick up some running backs because they can get the most points. Right? Valid strategy. So, First pick, Alvin Kamara from the Saints. When you said it as the first pick, it's a great pick. But as the first pick, I still don't even know. For like, my first pick, fifth pick overall. Who went fourth? 
I went third. Spoiler alert. Um, like, because I feel like there was a better pick to make, is all I'm going to say. There's only one other better pick to make. Unless the, the that person was taken fourth. Fourth was Ezekiel Elliott. Because I, Joshua in the first round. Who'd you draft in the first round, Josh? So I'm gonna say, so I'm gonna back up my own theory, and you're like, oh, trying to make fun of me. I think the person you should have drafted was Lamar Jackson. And no, the I'm person not I drafted was Patrick Mahomes. In round one. Even though I, I did, just shit on the Chiefs, but he's really good at football. What do you want? I waited until round eight to get a quarterback. Who and the fuck you get? Trash ass quarterbacks. Dak Prescott, who's gonna have a crazy year, he's and then. In round 13, I got Big Ben, who's about to have an MVP season. Uh, like, you are talking out of your rectum, my guy. I'm not. Big Ben's about to be on his shit. If you're asleep, Literally. you're asleep. Juju's about to go crazy. I would love that. So many people drafted Juju, and I love him as a human being. It would be great for him. I just disagree with you. Anyway. Their defense is great. I, I, don't, I just don't think Big Ben is it anymore. Anyway. Second... Drafted Austin Eckler from the Los Angeles Chargers. Eckler! Um, solid running back. Uh, showed off. He took the spot of Melvin Gordon, who was a crazy running back. Um, yeah, and so I'm very excited for that. And then I got fucking Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who's going to have Tom Brady throwing to him. Shout out to Go. And that's going to be sick. I'm sorry. For those of you who do not know, um, GOAT stands for the greatest of all time because Tom Brady is the greatest of all time yeah, to whatever. ever play the sport. Whatever. Now I got Amari Cooper and fucking Keenan Allen. And to finish out the running back, uh, the wide receivers, fucking A.J. Green. AJ Green was up there for way too long having Joe Burrow throw him. Oh wait, he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if people are asleep on Burrow, you might just be asleep. I so I think the my only argument on um, Burrow this season is that like he has to learn how to play NFL uh, with no uh, with no preseason because of COVID. Yeah, that's the only he has to learn too much shit in the middle of games, like in the middle of the season. Whereas like he'd have a little bit. Of, like, the first third, whereas, like, I think he's going to take at least half. I, I could be so wrong. He could be Luca, But, uh, like, in the middle of the season, at least, for him to figure out, if like, vaguely how to play. And Pat Mahomes, and he's great, and you admit that. He just said last year, which was his sophomore year, that he just figured out halfway through how to read defenses. Yeah, but Pat Mahomes also performed very well from his first season. And maybe he didn't have to like learn you know, as much. You know and I mean? Joe Burrow has outplayed every prior rookie in college. Oh no, truly, I don't think you any. Know, you could you could say it's the best college season right. of any like, player in any so sport. So it's like I feel like there have been rookies who have come, rookie quarterbacks who have come in and done very well, and to have a guy that tops all those guys now coming in. With a receiver like AJ Green, I know the Bengals aren't the greatest team to come. No, but you just have a guy. You have a top five talent. So I just, I like, there's gonna be work. Am I saying he's gonna fucking win the chip? Hell no, not with the Bengals. But 
They're getting fantasy. coming clutch. That's what, so that's also why I I drafted Kyler Murray as my backup quarterback because I think the these Cardinals about a they were the in my opinion the most fun team to watch last year and they won like four games not even but they like they were they tied like twice they like they were in every game no matter what and it was just so randomly fun and now I also have DeAndre Hopkins who is a new addition to these Arizona Cardinals. And Kyler Murray is, has another year of like under his belt. Cl- Cliff Kingsbury has another year under his belt. Like it's just gonna be good. And like even if they again don't win a lot of games, I think they win a couple more. And like it's gonna be fun. Um, and then I got I guess got other people. I'll I'll complain about it when I complain about it. Yeah. I feel good right no, now. You'll he- you'll definitely hear about it. Oh, so we'll talk about I'm it more. About but that's the win so much money it's ridiculous i know it's we got a bigger pot this year yeah it's, we got uh, a big pot we wanted to do 50 before i, I appreciate asked you. i appreciate <laughs> you appreciate you not going off because i think if it went higher i don't know if i would have been able to get the other people you know what I mean? gotcha. so like, um uh any any other sport ting uh, what about sports? Like, uh, and well, any, well, any, like, like AEW. If you've been watching that, any, uh, like, I, I, you know, uh, this. Fu- I don't, I forget his name, but the tennis player that hit the, uh, like line person in the neck with a fucking wait, tennis what? ball. He got like pissed and like just like hit a ball, and it ended up hitting this line person that was in the back in the neck, and she like dropped to the ground. And he got disqualified, and he was like, he was like the number like one or two player in like the tournament. It was the U.S. Open, right? That's That's tennis. No, yes, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it was that, and he got fucking disqualified, and it was wild. I guess I need to see this. Um, You could probably pull it up if you want later. Later, later, later. later. Well, I was gonna say there's also another video I want to pull up later. Yes. And this is segueing out, I guess, of sports. It was and this was filmed in like 2016, but it's making the round on TikTok. Of it was this guy, a Hawaii flight that I guess missed the runway, and so they go into the water, and so but the guy's filming it on his phone, and so you see the water rise up, you see him get the thing in front of him and put it on, and then like he just starts swimming, and then like the water's in the plane, and it's. There's a video of this? I'm going to show it to you later. And, like, or uh, maybe we can watch it now just for the, the act of you react to it. Yeah, no, really we quick. need to watch this. I'm uh, sorry. Cause uh, also, okay, so, like, as I'm pulling this up, I, like, one of my biggest fears is... Plane crashes? Um, oh, yeah, he's canceled. Oh, yes, he gets to say it. Um, uh, well, I guess plane crashes, but not nearly as much. But it's um a car going into, like, me drowning in a car in water. Got you. So, like, I guess that's, like, a glorified amount, yeah. but the idea of, like, a plane crash is, like, specifically, they got floats and shit, and, like, they like they know it can happen at any moment, so they're slightly more prepared. You're not prepared in a car, in a car you're kind to, of like, fucked. exactly, you're assuming everything's gonna work. Um, Yeah, like this is it, but I don't want to watch this whole good But now to that ABC News exclusive and that extraordinary footage inside the plane crash. This we want to show you is the, the kind of camera it was shot on. It's called a go. Those passengers don't know it yet, but they are seconds away from experiencing the worst fear of every air traveler. Suddenly, the alarm sounds. The plane is going down, spiraling into the ocean. 
in the water. So you're in the water. water. You're in the water, and then you're like, oh my god, I gotta get this up. A mad scramble as water fills the inside of the plane. No, there it is. I'm telling you, the water's in the plane and it just starts flooding in. Survivors going for the exit. Like, so like he's chilling, but it looks like a smaller jet plane. Like it looks like, oh, like, yeah, it like, look a, small. like, 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 like barely two dozen people, not even. I guess um, you're right. Yeah. And so like, I, like a, a proper 747 is going to have like a nice fun slide. No, and they're, they're going to be a little more buoyant even, I think, but they're not going to, I think like it won't necessarily all flood in at once. Yeah. Like the flood, they, I, like That's the image terrifying. of that, like the, the hit the shit on the window. Mm. I, I, I. I can't, I would, f the panic that would hit me if I'm in any kind of those situations, like, you might as well just kill me there. So, and I, I saw a thing on Twitter about, like, commenting on this, being like, why is no one screaming? And then someone retweeted that, being like, have you ever been so afraid you didn't make noise? Like, you were silent, right. and, like, everyone was just like, well, oh, so my God, like, this is happening right now. We're just like church mice so this reminded me of i watched this movie with my family during quarantine called the wave oh it's this norwegian movie about a tsunami based on a true story that hit norway i guess um I guess. and there's this fucking like there's this scene where the wave is coming in like coming into the town right where they are and the the main character dad is running with his daughter like trying to get to higher ground so they're running up this mountain like everyone has gotten out of their cars and everyone's just running and they see this wave and they're running and trying to get to higher ground they end up running into people like they know he passes his daughter off the the wife is like the wife gets crushed in between two cars someone doesn't put their car in park and the like the wife's leg gets crushed so this dad puts her in the car puts himself in the car they both buckle in and let the wave come and hit them. And the dad somehow fucking survives. But daughter? Spoiler the alert. The daughter, so the daughter... The spoiler alert, apparently. I'm, I, I, yeah. I don't watch this movie, but so, I want to see this. Spoiler, so spoiler alert, the daughter's all right. Like, the, oh, the guy he God. passed her off to, like, got to higher ground. Yeah. But when the dad comes back, the that guy's like, where's my wife? And yeah. He's like... Yeah, uh, it's, it's uh, rough skis. But, Wow, and just like what seeing that wave come in, so very similar. I th I don't. It's not this movie. I'm gonna say it's Pet Cemetery, but it's not. It's like it's the opening to some scary movie though, like that. And it's uh, I'll never forget. But clearly I do. But like this scene has been ingrained in my mind. Like none of the rest of the movie. It's like this guy and I maybe his wife also and like their little toddler boy, a little like not th like three or younger, maybe four or younger, but not even. Um, that's like the pride of their life. They're in a meadow. It's great, but like some slightly tall grass and like some like it's really like awesome, great. And like they're just like and the, him, and the wife are enjoying themselves. And like the kid just kind of goes wanders, and then it's just like 
um, he just keeps wandering, and then you just like hear this like eighteen wheeler, and then you just like and he's just like what? And like he just sees that his son is so close to this eighteen wheeler, and he's so far away, and it's like probably like three hundred plus yards, and I, it's just like I'll never forget the idea of like this dad sprinting so fast with all of his might, perfect form, all of his like denim folding against him because the wind's going so fast against him and he's like red beat faced and right about as he's about to snatch his son bow done yeah done no i know exactly i know the exact scene you're talking what about. movie yeah. do you pet cemetery is it pet- i always yeah. sniped that oh my yeah. god it's the it's opening of that and like yeah. i literally like, like i'll little, never forget little blonde that. boy exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll never forget that with him running like that yeah. like ingrained in my yeah, brain no. the one scene from that movie that really fucked me up is at the end when the kid's all evil and back from the dead when he cuts the old man's uh, achilles tendon Oi, oh, yeah. I don't even remember. See, I only remember the minute I guess. That just, one. I just did my Sorry. folding my ankle now. Sorry for... It to like, just <laughs> yeah, make sure we're no. all good. That shit Sympathy was made. a... That shit plays through my mind constantly. I don't know why, but it, it's really fucked me up. And we got <laughs> these little things, you these know, little things. That and the fucking lion from The Wizard of Oz, dude. So, okay, so similar fun fact. My... I don't know about you. I have, like, several, like, happy place songs, but, like, my number one, like, when I, like, need to go to a happy place, like, change my mood... Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Okay. However, there was a Muppets like like island getaway thing on like VHS, but uh, we all there was only a preview for it on like I guess it was like Rugrats in Paris that I had or some shit like that as a kid. The preview played before Rugrats in Paris and like just them sing the Muppets singing Kokomo. It was just, and like even if I watched it now, I think I would probably still get chills. I haven't watched it in years, literally, because it terrified me. I don't know why, but Kokomo by the Beach Boys lit, fun oh, time, song. happy vibes. Like I love yeah. it. Huh? That's just like the more you know. Yeah, it's... no, hey, no one, like my mom loves the Wizard of Oz, and I, I can't watch that Damn. movie. Damn. Yeah. So, but okay, like, what about I mean... the Wiz? Are you? <laughs> oh no, the Wiz is live. No. <laughs> yeah, nah, I fuck with the Wiz. Um, <laughs> Definitely, 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 way more interesting. And having Michael Jackson in there—that's dope. I mean, uh, hey, you know, um, yeah. Um, okay, let's. Uh, I feel like we should wrap this up with some news. News, news okay. around the world, because you know this is no business podcast. Okay. We've already news, talked news, about plenty news. of things we don't have business to talk about, but why so, not expand that so to the our whole options world? of the tabs I have open are Rolling Stone, NBC, Vice News. BBC. Um, let's do Rolling Stone first okay. because fuck the Rolling Stones are the most overrated band of all time. Sorry, Chester Pollard. He's gonna. We've already fought about Anyways, this, but whatever. Trending. Uh, we got what's interesting. Ooh, Miley Cyrus covers Hall and Oates Man Eater on Tonight Show. I low-key want to listen to that What later. are your thoughts? Are I your d- thoughts? I, my immediate thoughts are I like that because I appreciate, like, the lane that Miley Cyrus is in currently, like, the mindset. And then also, I don't love that Hall & Oates song. I think that is, like, another oh, – like, I, Hall & Oates are great. I'm not saying that. That Hall & Oates song, I think, is maybe just because my roommate loves it so much of, like, I just think it's mid – like I think they have way better songs. Yeah, you bug. That's a great fucking song. No, That's it's a, a good song. Killer song. It's a good song, but there's better Hall and Oates songs that are way greater. Wow. But that's why I'm happy because I think she's gonna do wow. something different with it. That I'm like, wait, I'm gonna ma- appreciate this more. That's my thoughts. 
Yeah, so you can uh, you can do either if something else Rolling Stones popping off. If not, go to BBC. Uh, BBC. Yeah, BBC? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's like okay, okay. It's make me worldly. Oh man. These no, are, I want like some like real deep. shit. No, uh, let's get deep. Oh. Oh my god, your face right now. I love it. It's like, just just so like, concerned. Like, it's like like the news is so fucking sad. That's why I don't fucking watch the news. But we gotta be informed. How do you stay informed, Ian? Twitter. Twitter! Twitter. And then I'll look up articles if I need to. And I try and look up even, like, conservative articles just so – because I feel like both sides of media do lie. So I try and get that. So that's really good. No, yeah. honestly, it's good to, like, have that. Uh, and I keep on uh, – Kind of going back, I got into, like, this argument with my brother about the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing. And he, like, snapped at me at one point. Like, we usually are able to have, like, pretty civil, like, conversations and yeah. debates about everything. He, like, snapped at me. He was like, well, that's because you fucking are biased and you only listen to one side of the media and you only listen at uh, basic articles. And then I asked him to, like, send me the article that he got, like, whatever facts he told me from. And he couldn't do it. And then when he did finally send me an article, he sent me the article I had read. And so I was like, you call me biased, but I'm looking, I'm trying to look at both sides. You You can't even back up what you just told me right now. You read that on Facebook somewhere. Damn. Like, and so, yeah, sorry. Just to rant. Um, no, no, I love it. Yeah. And I also think that's a, pro- that's a lot of the problem with, like, I don't know. I think, like, when we talk about left and right, I think, like, the right won't do enough research and the left will make him think that's that make them superior. And they'll be like, eh, fuck you. And then so, like, that will get, I, I don't know. We're not, we're all together in this. And I hate that. It makes us feel like we're not. The world's crazy, man. But what what's going on? What's how crazy is it? How BBC? Like, no, go uh, go dark. Let's go Middle East. Let's go. Let's go realist. Right, so Israel and Byron agree to. Uh, is that how you Byron? Yeah, uh, you, I think Bi- you went right the first time. Byron right. uh, agree to normalize relations. U.S. President Donald Trump announces Byron has made peace with Israel in a series of tweets announced oh. via Twitter. Okay, so. I guess this is slightly two-pronged. Anything that Trump does, I am always, like, sketchy about. But, like, any form of peace, I guess, is good. I I don't... (laughs) I don't love the allegiance or, like... Not allegiance, just, like, like we're not... We're chilling with Byron because I don't love Israel, I guess, is, like, where I'm going with this to... No business podcast. Uh, free Palestine, like I guess, yeah, like that's what Palestine, I'm trying to say. Like free shit, Palestine, yo. like truly, stop oppressing peoples. Anywho, um, and let's go one more worldly shit, and then do another yeah, one no, that you want. So this is UK news, and um, <laughs> we're gonna go with oh, bus crash pupils injuries, uh, may be life changing. Three pupils were seriously. It, is that? I guess that means kids. Like, uh, I'm assuming students. Yeah. Uh, or seri- like maybe religious students. I don't really know. Seriously injured when a double decker hit a railway bridge in Winchester. Jesus Christ. Yo. So, uh, I used to take the bus a lot to go back home, and I always thought about like, what if this bus crash? Because those shits really be flying, and to drive a bus like, I don't know. A lot of people can't even drive cars. 100%. So like, yeah, I don't. Well, I, 
I'm scared in every form of transportation to keep it a buck. I just like to stay inside. <laughs> like, everything scares me. I know trains, I I think are so safe. I feel so safe oh, yeah, on trains. No, trains I'm cool with. Um, uh, But I know what you mean in basically every... I, I, get, I, I get a little sketched out, but I... Um, Usually I'm always with people that are like even more sketched out than me. Gotcha. So my my old drama teacher who like fuck her, but like they had this really good analogy though of like the first person in an accident to freak out gets to freak out first. Of like if you start crying at the uh, like, say you get in a car accident, whoever's losing their mind, the other person has to be more adult at least. You have to you can't like also be like, oh my god, no, not this thing. Like you can be upset, but you have to be like, let's get these numbers of cruise exchange. Like let's do the insurance. Like let's do this. If whoever cries first gets to do that, and um, there was a point to this, but I just started going off on that analogy. To what was an- analogizing? What was the story you just said? Oh, uh, the story was the people's in car crash yeah, accident. The double, um, double decker uh, transportation. How do you feel oh safe? God. Do you feel safe on transportation? Being the first person. Uh, oh, oh. Oh, exactly. Sorry, and that was the, thank you. Wow, yeah. I'm really smart. Oh my god, <laughs> great guys. Wow. Um. And so I need to be that person to be like, no, it's fine. Like this is a great. We're gonna be fly safe. It's safer to fly oh, than it no. is to drive. I'm the first person to freak out. That's what I'm saying. So I'm friends with too many people like you. You little <laughs> wuss. All right. So from Vice, we have um. Kanye West, senior campaign advisor, also aided. Far-right Swedish nationalists. GOP operative Greg Keller's firm has earned $1.3 million helping Kanye West get on the ballot across the U.S. He has also helped mainstream a far-right party in Sweden. Um, I thought Kanye couldn't get on ballots. He No, he, like, he really can't. He's going to be more of a write-in. Again, I think it's like he's literally said that, like, he is not like he is open to the idea of being like detracting votes from Biden. Like I just, Interesting. he like I and I don't love it. I, I don't know. And like it's, I do think a lot of it is just press for himself. Like he doesn't care about this. Yeah. Well, so I have family in Sweden, and I'm not sure. Like, I thought the last time I talked to my cousins, like the far right was the more. I, I don't know, maybe this just sounds up. The more liberal party in Sweden. Uh-huh. Um, I could be totally wrong. Again, no business podcast. But I do know Sweden has a huge problem um, with racism against immigrants there. Like a huge problem from, a, like, uh, Romanian immigrants. Like, uh, there's a huge – and, like, uh, there's a lot of racism there. So – this is just not a good look if it is what it sounded exactly, like. Exactly, and, like, more far-right. Well, my thinking is that if they're saying far-right, I'm assuming they're using that, like, in our context of, Words. um, of like, uh... Well, also like, nationalists. No, like, exactly. Yeah. So, like, he's, like, uh, I'm, like, we know, like, like, Kanye's been on his Trump shit, and, like, Trump is all about that shit. So I'm assuming that he's just, like, he's just doing more of that. But he's, again, a more worldly, like, let's go to Sweden. Like, get this guy who, like, seems really cool and has the vibes. Um, uh, politically, but also it's irrelevant because here's Donda. Here's my album. Like, but also, where's the album, Kanye? Where's the album? <laughs> where's the Andy, please? <laughs> please. Um, one it. more news thing. 
to wrap it up until we have a well, then we have our like uh, last news thing. All right, we'll... uh, let's head over to NBC. Let's see what we're getting. They are they're getting a lot of like um, TV shows. Uh, I thought NBC was like news. MSNBC. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> That's the one I was thinking of. No business podcast. I mean, why do they have the same letters? That shouldn't be allowed. Okay. It's six dudes are on the whole world. Um. What are we feeling? Give me like a, a little. No, like, whatever you're feeling. Whatever you're like. Oh God, this is what we're talking about. Man, I don't know. Um. um okay, give me um something spicy. I don't know. What? Like, <laughs> does that not help not, you? That doesn't fucking help. <laughs> I want something to do yeah. with women's struggles. Oh, meet the richest American offspring in history. Who? Okay. The top 25 richest Harris and Harris's Harris's in America. Harris's. Oh. Whatever. Why the fuck they? Or heirs. Harris Hilton. Net worth three hundred million. Holy shit. Um. Oh, was she like born into that? No, that is kind of true. Yeah. Well, that's her net worth, but no, exactly. See. Like, Paris Hilton guys, is. you don't have access to your net worth. I hope everyone listening understands that. Yeah, I don't have a net worth. She's only thirty nine. I thought she'd be a lot older. Yeah. Um, okay. Next. Olivia Wilde, 20 million. Uh, that is impressive, I guess. But like, a, the fact that she was born into that is impressive. But also, like, it's such a drop-off from the other one that yeah. I, I feel like no, numerically I'm just job. like, I was like, oh, I'm, that's not as impressive. Kate Hudson in <laughs> is Kate Hudson related to Goldie Hawn? I gu- yeah, I guess so. She inherited her wealth from Goldie Hawn. She, her net worth is eighty million. <laughs> Hello. Wow. But that was so that okay. So here's my thing. I also she is the daughter of Hollywood legend Goldie Hawn. Audience, I hate Timothy Chalamet. Fucking hate oh. him. Fuck, Fuck Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. But the one thing I will say that my sister told me about him is that. What me and Ian have learned, and if Ian didn't know, but you mean Ian knows this, like so much of the uh, industry and mainly acting, especially the people that you know and see all the time and love, is like nepotism to get there. Like they are like either like their parents are producers or like they're the the a cousin of someone. Like it is so real. And not that they don't have talent, but like they have that initial connect. And Ian's losing his mind at something. But I'm, what I'm trying to say is apparently Timothy Chalamet did it based on pure talent. And looking like a fucking tuna fish. What? Yeah, but I don't get it. I don't understand the hype. I. It's me. I could. It's my type. That's why I hate him so much. I could literally do it better. But whatever. Anywho, what? Um, that's how I feel with Lucas Hedges. I feel like I. That's a different. Company. No, Savannah literally was like, "Yo, you gotta look at his monologue, or like his shit, because like I, that's no! your type." Sorry, but like uh, I'm not looking at it because I don't like acting, but I do. Loud. Uh, Dakota Johnson is on this list. Yeah, but I figured she would be, but how much? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Her? Yeah. I was picturing Dakota Fanning. No, the the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey. How much? $14 million. 
oh, that's fun. But it's just like I did not expect her. I like, saw that movie. She's in the top twenty-five richest. I still haven't seen this. Well, again, that's what I'm saying. Like these, all these people inherited these these monies. Like these are not. In, I don't think these are their net worth. I think these are like the inherited money that they like. Yes, I think that's accumulated into their net worth because they haven't necessarily spent all this shit. But inheritance, boom, they can spend it. Anderson Cooper, guess. Thirty-two million. A hundred and ten. Oh my god! Yo, Anderson Cooper got the fucking bag. But like, he's so humble. That's amazing. He's such like a warm person, yeah, man. Yeah, no, good guy. I like Anderson Cooper. I like that man. I don't know who the fuck this is. Say Balthazar that. Getty. <laughs> what? How much though? Bal. Whose first name is actually Paul? <laughs> Yo, who is this man? He's also a mu- musician and producer. The Ringside. No idea. Or the Wow. He played Ralph in the Lord of the Flies. What the fuck? How much? Two hundred million. What? That's the last one. We're leaving on Balthazar. Balthazar got two hundred. Balthazar bags. Getty. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Balthazar Getty is almost a crazy name as Sasha Baron Cohen. Ooh, good segue. I tried, man. Um, Massage Baron Cohen is a pretty sexy name already, let alone that man. And that man is, his intellect alone yeah. is absolutely enormous. I've seen a lot of that man. <laughs> seen a lot of parts. How do you feel about uh, uh, the confirmation, not even these rumors, the confirmation that Borat 2 is happening, Ian? Okay. And do you, if you know the premise, can you can you shoot us the premise that we are aware of as a uh, vague audience from the audience? As far as, as, far as we know. Bor- I don't know what the premise of this you section don't is. don't know. No. I just, I saw it was confirmed and I had to go calm down. Can I tell you the premise possibly? Yeah, go ahead. It's, so, hold on, hold on. Strap in for this one. Apparently, this is apparently, this is what we know, like, vaguely what it was released with maybe, like, the statement. It's, obviously, like, there's Sasha Baron Cohen. So there's Bullrat playing Sasha Baron Cohen, who's playing Bullrat. So my thinking is that like he's gonna be in like these up like these Hollywood circles. Like Bullrat is gonna be in these Hollywood circles, but like playing Sasha Baron Cohen. But the like it's gonna be some fucking like Tropic Thunder, Robert Downey Jr. shit. Uh, like it, there's just Inception levels to this, and like I just don't know what it's gonna be like. But, like, apparently that's what it is. And, like, my question, and I think everyone's question that I saw is, like, if Borat 1 was released now, it wouldn't be, like, it would be killed. It would be, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not the same environment that 07 or 0, you know what I mean? It's just different. How, like, I'm so interested for this. How does Borat 2 get released today? Well, it definitely gets released because he's clearly... No, it does. He's he's fixed up his comedy enough. As, like, and he's with, too smart with, to not with be with the times. With Who is America, like, it, it, it appeals to people. So, gets released. And I think... Like, my thing is, like, I think he goes after, like, like the left people. Like, the, the, like this, like... Because I think everyone's wrong. Like, the conversation you're saying happened, like, he's, but he's usually going after, like... Um, simple-minded, unintelligent, unexpecting, like conservative people that, like, in the South usually, or like, or like in other places. Well, Borat was at a like a Republican 
exactly. meeting. So it might not just be to the left. But my thinking is that like he he hasn't really touched that. I haven't seen all of um uh, what was the, the show America now or what is it called? Uh, who is America? Who is America? I haven't seen all of that. I've seen a, a couple of one or two Genius. episodes. So good. But again, those episodes I've seen go after like the people who would be more conservative. Yeah. And so my thinking is like he'd be poking fun at like the the posh Hollywood liberals. And I just think like there's just it's ripe. Like I think there's just so many opportunities. And I don't know if that is what he's doing. But regardless, with just that premise, I'm excited. I don't want it. <gasps> he doesn't want it? You have to calm down because you don't want it? I don't want it. He's I the biggest fan of Sasha Baron Cohen, guys, if you don't know. Sasha Baron Cohen. I truly think he might be, like, uh, the greatest comedian to ever touch the earth just based on the balls and the things he does. I think he's a genius. I don't think there's a lot of people that are smarter than him, uh, including Einstein. Um, Crazy fucking. You know... And what I love specifically about Borat, because that was my dad showed me that when I was way too young. I was in like third grade. <laughs> my dad fucking showed me Borat, and I didn't, shout out shout Papa out Ritter. Uh, I didn't fully get it then, but I thought I found it funny, you know, because third grade me, I finally like started cursing, and I was like, oh yeah, no, this is he's letting me do this. this. <laughs> the, the fucking bear in the ice cream ice cream truck scene, like that was genius. Um, but what I love is how raw Borat and like the Ali G show were able to be. Like they like these he didn't have to go after a specific group of people. These were just real people reacting to this these characters, you know? Like one of my favorite bits is he has like a a fucking priest, a rabbi, and an atheist on the Ali G show and Ali G is like has an interview with them. He's like he's just talking to real people like these aren't any any specific and i think like well there's obviously been an issue with his disguises he's had to up them and who is america the prosthetics are crazy because people recognize him now and so the people are obviously going to recognize borat so i don't know how raw or how real this movie will be because like with the dictator that was all scripted and it was not it and I, I truly haven't seen the Brothers Grimsby, to be completely honest. Um, but I didn't hear great things about it. I, I heard mixed things about it. I heard, like, um, I think I heard it was, like, you love it, you hate it thing, whereas I heard, like, the people that loved it liked it a lot more than Dictator. Um, you know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. but, again, it was so yeah. iffy. Um, but I just, I don't think, like, the raw, like, fucking uh, exploit exploitation of these people's like inner inner thoughts is gonna i'm worried it's not gonna be there the way it was the first time i'm worried it's gonna be too much of a hollywood movie than you know fucking uh larry charles filming this guy walk around new york in that fucking it was so good i really feel like I'm optimistic just because I feel like he's so brilliant. But that being said, you're right. He is slightly on the like the out, I guess, as far as his own career is even concerned. Uh, but that's why I feel like, and so on paper, I guess, it's like I'm a little concerned. Harder. It's I'm on concerned, being like, oh, you have to, like you, it's harder, so you feel the need to reiterate a thing. But maybe that is the exact thing you need to do. Let me go back on this thing. But because of the actual time we're in right the fuck now that we've talked about all about in this podcast, maybe it's the exact thing that is maybe needed. And just yeah. to like that will put him in that like 
me and me and my roommate were talking about like uh like uh where we rank comedians that are mainly still alive. Um, and I think there's there's maybe like three living. There's probably a couple more, but like three living S tier comedian, two to three living S tier comedians I can think of. And Sasha Baron Cohen is absolutely. Oh yeah, one God, God level. He's too good. God like, he's too good. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. No. I mean, if there's anyone who can do it, it's probably him. So. Definitely going to be interested to see what happens. Excited that it's happening. Yeah, but speaking of, this is what, I mean, we're about to wrap up here, but like speaking of that whole fucking like yeah. shock factor thing, one of, speaking to Sasha's freaking influence, one of his children, Eric Andre, oh. October 25th, season five, that's his whole shit. And so I honestly think Sasha's like, there's someone doing it so well, of like just getting random, like vaguely well-known people, but just still beat random people be like, let me do crazy shit and like let me just shock factor nothing but um and i think like and so sasha has to attack on an even higher level which is i love that so much yeah no eric andre is genius so yeah um and definitely a product of the sasha man child man yeah um but there's this there's this actors round table where uh it's a bunch of comedians and fucking jim carrey and sasha baron cohen are on it and but there's like this just this beautiful moment where like Jim Carrey like you know one of the best to ever do it, like like tips his hat off to Sasha Baron Cohen is like you know I'm just such a big fan like so that's what I was gonna say I would put Carrey in the A tier, I would put it's so like and Carrey is one of the best to ever do it but that's how high I have Sasha like of how like it's uh, ridiculous well, yeah. to uh, the way he operates yeah. I have like so like Only Ch- Chappelle. Sasha Baron Cohen and Steve Martin are like I think in my life that are still alive. I have like Carlin oh, up there, like that are still alive. Like I have like George Carlin up there. I have like Coffin. I have like um. Oh yeah. I I low key maybe would have put CK up there, but like I can't do it in good spirit just because like. But when his like his pen game was so good. Yeah. No, it was when when it was. What, be- fuck before him. everything got way too real about his jokes. About his jokes. Yeah. Um. When we thought they were jokes. Yeah. That's the thing. Um. But yeah, no. I mean, I would only, I would only say that because I don't think a lot of people have done what Sasha Baron Cohen does before him. Uh, people did what Jim Carrey did. Jim Carrey just did it at a higher level, like impressions and physical comedy, like those unparalleled, are around, you know? unparalleled. But yeah. Jim, like, Jim Carrey he's, was like, top tier. Those, but Sasha Baron Cohen like has. Not a lot of people have the balls to do what he does. Thousand, so that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like, and like, Sasha's not everyone's cup of tea. Oh, and like, yeah, and no, for, no, 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 no. for the reasons I love Jim Carrey, like, it's why I love Drake. The idea that like you can't shut the fuck up. The oh the idea God. that you can be so palatable. The idea that that like, this dude can go from the mask to like um fucking uh uh like all like Eternal sunshine of the mind um. Or- King on Showtime. Watch the first season. Second season was kind of ass, but first season goes crazy. There's also like another movie that he is in. I, it's not like Philip Philip or something Philip, but like I love you Philip. I love you Philip Morris. I it's him and you and McGregor, right? It's like they have gay love, and I love it. Like it's just like it's again the range on that man is ridiculous. But um, anywho, Sasha Baron Cohen is elite, and that's the whole point I'm making. Like if Jim Carrey is this good. The fact that Sasha Baron Cohen is like, yeah, a super tiny slice of the pie, but what he does with his slice of the pie, ridiculous. Ian Carl Ritter, how are you sending us out? Um, I'm going to send us out by saying, everyone, keep it real. Um, Stay out here. Do you. Take care of yourself. Um, And you know, every now and then, don't, don't be afraid to get a little wacky.
you know? Everyone deserves a little wacky time. Get a little silly goose. Stay silly. Stay silly. You silly goose. Stay silly. You silly geese. Uh, stay out of that uh, uh, other people's business. No business signing out.